So Rob, you have, I know you have a rule of thumb about Kickstarters. What is it? Never back hardware Kickstarters ever. Yeah, that's not a bad <laughs> idea. I, I backed one and, and it was a little over a year ago and I'm regretting it now. It's uh, It was the Hyper, Hyper Juice something or other. It, it's, a, it's a GAN charger that has, I think it's three USB-C and one USB-A and mm-hmm. you know it plugs into the wall and then it's stackable which means you can plug it's like you can plug these one on top of another they have it a wall like a wall charger port on the actual charger itself so they you know you could conceivably create an enormous tower of these and plug in more and more and more USB C cables, right? Please don't do no. that. <laughs> and, and I, I saw, and I, I did not do that. I did back this. I did get it. I've been using it since like September 2021, something like that. And I always looked at that and thought, hmm, it, you know, it's really small, which I like. And I had it plugged under a bookcase, and then I would snake the the wires up, and I had a little, like a little clampy thing on the side of my desk where I could just kind of put the the cables and then pull them out as I needed them so it was all you know the, the cables were all kind of hidden and then I would pull pull the slack out of them and pull them onto my desk where I needed them as as needed to charge things and I always looked at that extra plug in the GAN charger that would allow you to stack them and thought that doesn't look smart that doesn't look advisable right and they would show in some of their marketing materials, people stacking like six and seven of them. And I thought, well, surely at some point you're either getting very little juice out of the last one plugged in or you're terribly overloading the circuit in your house and that none of this can be good, right? And so I never did that. It turns out that I, I did go I did go and look. I wanted to buy a second one. I kind of decided, I think... In the spring or summer, I decided I needed another one of these. So I was looking around for them, and they were all sold out. They were unavailable on the website. I thought, hmm, that's really weird. And so I looked around. I did some Googling, and I I happened upon a June article on The Verge that said, are these hyperjuice plugs causing fires? I was like, oh, no. So I looked, and there had been all these. Like, it, it was basically a Verge article picking up on, some, I think, some like Reddit threads and other things about people who had had problems with them overheating and the plastic starting to melt and stuff like that. And, uh, and then, you know, talking about it and I, you know, I was like, Oh, great. And then I guess hyper pulled them, but they didn't say anything about them ever. Well, it turns out they just got recalled like a week ago. It was a voluntary recall. And Uh I will, I will say this about hyper shame on them for only offering store credit. I think that's pretty, pretty bad. I mean, I mean, that would be illegal in the UK. Uh, they wouldn't even get away with that. Yeah, well, I mean, and maybe they're not if you happen to live in the UK mm. and, and bought one of these. But I think they were sold primarily. I, I saw some statistics somewhere that there were only about 18,000 of them sold. Most of them were sold in the US, some in like Canada and Mexico. But I didn't. I don't remember seeing any any figures about sales to the UK or Europe or anywhere else. I, I distinctly remember looking at the Kickstarter and the shipping to the UK was like nearly as much as the charger. Ah, uh, yeah, that would. Um, so I imagine, I imagine that they probably didn't have that many UK backers. Right, right, and I, I mean, it was. That's the other thing about this thing. It was, it was 
if you did the kind of early kick, the early backing like I did, it was really cheap. It was only $59, which for a GAN charger that has that many outputs, and I think it's a 65 watt charger, that's really good. That's really good. Um, but a little too good, it turns out. So now I'm waiting my th- like four to six weeks for a mailer so I can mail it back to them and get credit for my $59, which I don't really want to spend with them um, <laughs> anyway, but that's how that goes. But as a result of this, I was in the market for a new charger. And I, you know, the problem I have with charging stuff is that it just becomes such a mess so quickly with stacks of devices and cables running everywhere. Yeah. And so what I got was, let me look at this for a second. It's the U-Green, it's a U-Green GAN charger. And I'm going to open up Amazon and make sure that I get the right model here if anybody's interested in checking it out. It's the... Yeah, if you can uh, send that to me as well after the uh, show and I'll make sure it's in the I show will, notes. I will, because it's the U-Green Nexode 200-watt USB-C desk charger 6-port GAN PD fast charger with three foot USB cable. To, it just goes on and on and on. But sure, yeah. but what it's got is it's got a it's got a three foot cable to the wall. It's it's this thing is chunky. It's it's not chunky in the sense that it's big. It's chunky in the sense it's hefty. I guess is what I should say. It's pretty heavy. Not something you want to use as a portable charger that you take in a bag or something. But it's kind of nice. It's got little grippy feet. Sits on the corner of my desk, kind of out of the way. And it has four USB-C and two USB-A ports on it. Now, it's 200 watts. It can deliver uh, quite a bit of power as a result. So I'm going to go. There's a very complicated chart that explains. Yeah, I mean, 200 watts, that's that's a big lad. It is. And that's not for just, that's not what it delivers to one port. It, It delivers, what it can do, though, is it can split that and deliver 100 watts to each of the first two USB C ports. And, and mm-hmm. that's where this gets complicated because if you only plug one thing in, it, it depends what your configuration of plugging things in to it is. Uh, it really di- dictates how much power you're going to get out. So like if you put something in every single port, which, you know, of course I was going to do, um, mm-hmm. you're only going to get 65 watts for the first port, 45 for the, for the second and third, 20 for the fourth. That's That takes care of the USB-C ones. And then it uh, looks like five volts for each of the USB-As. Now, if you only plug in one, you get 100 watts in either of the first two mm-hmm. and so on. And so, so there's all these different, as you can imagine, with six different ports, it has a whole bunch of different configurations that you can do. But basically, the rule of thumb is the fewer things you plug in, the more power you get. And the ones furthest to the left are the most powerful ones. So mm-hmm. it all depends on how you know how fast you want to charge things, but that's still you know in a two cable situation I can still get two hundred watt um, USB C cables charging, so that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that's that's legitimately impressive. Like that's that's, that's you know because what even the what sixteen inch MacBooks are like what ninety two watt ninety three or something like right, that. Right, right, and, and it's the USB C that I most I use the most. So those and those are the ones that. I got where I need the most power most of the time too, because it's things like charging a, a laptop or charging an iPad or something like that. And even with the first three plugged in, you still get 65, 65 
and 65. You get 65 across all three of those. So it's pretty pretty um, impressive that way. It's just once you start also adding in the USB-As and stuff that you start losing some of the power on the other ones. But um, yeah, I've been pretty happy with it. I've only had it for a few days, but I also bought some uh, short one and a half foot USB-C cables so that I can just kind of, mm-hmm. so that I'm not cluttering up my desk. If this is in the corner, I have a, a short cable. I can just kind of stack things up on top of each other on the other, the opposite corner and plug them all in. Yeah. Yeah. These charger things have come a long way. I mean, I'm still using one of the original like anchor ones that has like, I think it has four USB-A and then one USB-C on Mm -hmm. it, um, which I just use when we're traveling and stuff like that, which is perfect for the two of us because it's pretty much, we just plug in two Apple Watch chargers and two phone chargers. Um, you know, and, and that's still still going strong, and that will also charge my MacBook very slowly, but it will work. Right. Um, so I still stick with that for now. But I think when this blows up, I will, you know, start looking at one of these. Uh, was it GAN? Is that yeah, what you call it? It is. Is it is. It's GAN, <laughs> which is like gallium nitride or nitrate or something like that, and it it just allow it just means the components inside it are smaller, so it's not a giant thing on your desk, which helps. But it's kind of sure. Gan t- tends to be kind of pricey. This thing's two hundred dollars, so mm-hmm. so not not cheap at all. But it's basically my charging station for all of my stuff, and I can do a lot at once. And that way, I don't have to be constantly shuffling things in and out. Yeah, no, that sounds really good. Um, what I had to laugh. I think we mentioned at the end of last week's episode that maybe you were getting or you had your your Steam Deck. I'm I'm definitely going to say Stream Deck by accident. Oh, I know. At some point. I do it all the time. Um, and I was kind of amused that you know, obviously, you'd been like um, tracking your delivery and stuff like that, which I think is what we spoke about last episode. Um, and then I saw that, like, is it like a two week turnaround now? Pretty much, like when you order one, um, they seem to have caught up with the with the manufacturing now, so you can basically order one and just get one in a couple. Yeah, of Yeah, this is basically why I got one is because they've they've increased the shipments so dramatically that I went from you know sometime at the end of the fourth quarter to oh, all here it is at the end of you know September. So uh, I I've been really impressed with this. I mean, it's. It's big. It's definitely a lot larger than a Switch, but I didn't really notice it because it's not, I mean, it's heavy, but it's balanced really well, so it's not uncomfortable to play, play, uh, which I like a lot. And compared to something like the Neo, which I've talked about in the past, which is, you know, a handheld Windows PC, it's a lot easier to use. I mean, especially if what you're doing is you're sticking with the Steam you know, the, the way this works is it's basically a Linux computer running SteamOS. And and SteamOS is built for playing games. So if you're st- sticking with games that are available on Steam, it's super easy and simple. It's, you know, you can, you can drop down into the Linux desktop and install other things that are Linux compatible. You know, you could other, other uh, video game stores, games that are just, you know, made for Linux, emulators, all that kind of stuff. But so far, I've been perfectly happy just playing things on Steam because, you know, Steam has basically everything um, that you can imagine. I mean, yes, I've thought about, you know, adding, I think you can add, um, you know, the Xbox store on here, like Game Pass. Yeah, I've definitely seen that. And I think I saw an article going around that you can do the uh, PlayStation Remote Play. Yes. On there as well. There seems to be some 
I, I, that's an open source project, just, though. I think I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think that's a Sony thing. No, I don't think it is. Um, to be, I kind of saw the two week turnaround thing, and I, I was a bit skeptical when this sort of came out. I was like, oh, okay, it's just another handheld thing, like whatever. But the more I look at it, and the more I see people using it, I'm like, yeah, this actually this seems like a really good because really good solution to PC gaming because yep, yep. like. I don't want a big PC. I don't want some big PC tower. I don't particularly want to get a gaming laptop. Um, and, and I believe you can like HDMI out with the Steam Deck, right? Yeah, you can. They're still working on a like a docking solution, but you can do it. I haven't really done it. Mu- I tested it, but I haven't really done it much myself. Yeah, because what I'm imagining is like this is actually a really good solution for like okay, so it's handheld. Great, I could you know take it various places. But I could also just have this under my monitor at my desk, yep, and just play games that way as well. Yep. No, absolutely. Um, so it's it's definitely something I'm keeping keeping an eye on, and and maybe we'll pick up at some point. I'm even though I've I've never owned a gaming PC, I have a fairly hefty Steam library. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, just, just because you know, I th- I think I picked up like every Grand Theft Auto game for like two pounds. Oh wow, like yeah, a few they, years they ago. They do have good um, good sales from time to time. Hmm. And I feel like I've noticed it more with indie games as well, where like on Steam or you know even on like Epic and stuff like that, those games are so much cheaper than they are on like the PS5 or the the Xbox. Oh, they store. really are. They really are. Yeah. Um. And, and and you're not necessarily the power isn't really that important for necessarily for those games because they're not not all of them like there are, but a lot of them are like you know the sort of. Uh, Sort of, they're emulating like a sort of two D sixteen bit type game, right? Right. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely leaning towards one. Oh, you know, if somebody wants to send me one, I won't. I won't say. <laughs> you know, if anyone's got a spare one, knock it about. Right. Well, they've really worked <laughs> some magic with the upscaling of the video, you know, the graphics here on this handheld device because games really look good on it. I mean, it's not the screen itself is not up to like the OLED Switch. It's not of that caliber. But it's able to up-res the graphics through these um, layers of software that are built into the Steam Deck in a way that doesn't compromise like frame rates and things like that. So you can get a pretty good experience with what is otherwise a very, you know, it's a fairly anemic CPU-GPU combo compared to like an actual desktop machine. Um, so what I had on here, like I, I shared my Steam library with my kids, and so there were already some games in there. I, you know, I had things like Cuphead, and and uh, Cyberpunk was actually in here. It was the most recent game I had, and so I played a little bit of that originally, and it actually looks pretty good. I'm not playing that now because that's just like a r- big sprawling game, and I don't really have time for it. And instead, I've been playing Cult of the Lamb, which is quite good. That's a great game. Uh, Vampire Survivors. And then Roller Drome. Now, Roller Drome is a new one by Roll Seven. Yeah, we they, we spoke about this last. week. That's were you what it was. Playing this on the Steam Deck, or were we? I can't even remember. Oh, now. Maybe we were talking about the Steam Deck. We yeah, we must. It must have been when we mentioned it. But yeah, we did speak about Roller Roller Drome. Yeah, Roller Dome. Roller Drome, which is drone. my problem is I forget yeah. where I where I mentioned things. Um, oh yeah, me too. <laughs> roller, <laughs> it's been two weeks. Nobody, we can't be blamed for a minute. We can't 
be expected to remember everything. Yeah, I, I did mention this too. Well, see, I talked about it on Max Stories Unwind too, which is why I I might have forgotten about talking about it here. But it, I mean, it's an amazing game. You're on roller skates and you're fighting and shooting and and because it's made by Roll Seven, which does the Ali Ali games, it has that kind of uh, really intricate control scheme for doing all kinds of flips and grabs and other things like you would in a skateboard game. And it's got a really neat stylized uh, graphics to it that's very cartoon anime a little bit. Um, a, lot, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And Vampire Survivors is just a really weird indie game where you're, you don't even shoot. It just shoots for you and you just run around killing vampires and picking up, <laughs> picking up gems. And it's, it's weirdly addictive, but it's like very roguelike in the, in the sense that it, eventually you just, you just die and start over. Sure. Well, it's, uh, do you know what? Even as we're talking, I'm like, no, I do think I want one, but you know, not, not right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. And it's like, a, you're right though. I mean, you, you, you can save some money on games if you're buying them for this from steam so that that's kind of nice because uh, it gets expensive playing a lot of these console games that are all like 70 dollars now oh yeah definitely and and uh, you know something like like roller drone it is way cheaper on steam than it is on the ps5 store yeah it's like 20 or 25 dollars um, on steam i think mm-hmm. um and, and there's been a bunch of those as well like these these sort of you know indie studios and stuff where you know, in some cases, the games are like half the price on Steam. Right, right. Um, and, and when it's going to be a game that... Uh, Untitled Goose Game is a good example of that. Like, you know that it's going to be a sort... You know, that's like maybe four, maybe five yeah, hours if short, you sort yeah. of do everything in the game. It's like, I'd rather it was cheaper and I just sort of could just play it wherever, you know, on a Steam Deck or whatever, right. rather than having to pay the PS5 prices. But, you know does that justify spending 300 pound on a steam deck probably yeah, not but yeah it is <laughs> i'm a little bit more convinced than i was before yeah no definitely you know and i have been as a result i haven't been playing my ps5 as much although i did last weekend we had we had a hurricane come here rob uh hurricane ian we got the rem we got the remnants of it in north carolina it uh, it roared through florida of course and then it re-entered the Atlantic Ocean and came ashore in South Carolina. And so starting last Friday, all the way through Saturday to Sunday, we had really high winds and a ton of rain, but uh, you know, nothing, nothing too bad. I mean, it's not like, I think I saw one tree down in the entire, entire area, but we were kind of staying in, you were kind of told to stay in for the weekend because it could be flooding and all kinds of things. So I was playing some um, Miles Morales, some Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yeah, which I hadn't played in a long time. And I actually had played it before I had um, a PS5. And it really looks so much nicer on the PS5. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks incredible on the PS5. It's such a nice looking game. Yeah, it was, I, it was, I played on the PS4 and it was, you know, it was fun and it was nice and it looked good. But, but I'm, I was really impressed with the, um, how it looks on the PS5. Oh yeah, and, and the difference between the day it launched and what it has now uh-huh. it is huge as well. You know, they released I think four or five updates um, within like the first month or two. Oh. Um, you know, that added better frame rates and uh, reflections and a whole bunch of different like performance options and stuff like that. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, yeah I, so, I really noticed the I really noticed the reflections a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really go heavy on the reflections, like. I feel like sometimes it's maybe a bit over the top, but you know what? It looks really nice, so who cares? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I mean, it is one of those things that it immediately caught my eye, and I was like, I don't remember this game being like this. And now that you say that they that they added them in, yeah, it, I think it looks great. I mean, it it, it is a little, it, it's a very shiny game now, but uh, but it works for the game, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, oh, wh- one last thing on uh, games, given that you've got the Steam Deck. Have you played Sackboy? I have, n- I have not, and I saw that it's coming to the PC, I think, right? Yes, it is. Um, I mean, either way you should play this game, whether it's PS5 or um, on the PC, it's assuming the PC release is good, which I imagine it will be. Um, but I played this, I think, probably went about when it came out, and this is so much fun. Like, it's such a good platformer. Oh, good to know. I'll, I'll definitely pick that up. I mean, it sounds like the kind of game that might be good on, on a handheld, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, because it's not, um, you know, it's not a big sprawling game. It's, you know, it's locked sort of levels mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're, they're sort of very fairly linear and um there's a bunch of really good levels where the music is a big part of the level um which, which are just so much fun to play um so yeah if, if when that comes out on pc which i think is only in a few weeks yeah um maybe look at picking that up for the steam deck i'm kind of, i'm kind of on video game lockdown because i'm in the middle of trying to get my mac os review done and so, <laughs> so most of my spare time is spent doing that, unfortunately, right now. But uh, but soon, you know, and they've got a God of War Ragnarok is coming very soon, and the new Pokemon game is coming in a, in like a a month, a little over a month. Uh, yeah, there's yeah, it's uh, it's pretty busy. Yeah, there's a lot coming out in November, so it should be yeah. I'll I'll definitely be taking some time off and playing these games. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll report back on what we have actually end up playing in a few months when we've actually you know had some time to do yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Cool. All right. Well, I will. Uh, I'll speak to you in a few weeks, and we'll maybe I might have played some games by then, but maybe not. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. I'll talk to you later. Switch later. Bye.